Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is that most things can be changed. If you are overwhelmed by needing to make a lot of decisions, sometimes getting your head around the idea that few things are truly permanent can bring down the pressure a lot. As I am writing this, we have been living in our new house for about two weeks. In the course of our year-long renovation project, I had to make a lot of decisions. Everything from tile colors and shapes to drawer pulls to the trim on the carpet runners on the stairs had to be decided. I had help with most of those decisions, but still, it was a lot. And now, I am living with all of those decisions. For the most part, I am happy with them. I like the feel of my kitchen cabinet handles in my hands. I like the iceberg shade of blue in my bedroom, which is a different shade than I originally chose. When I walked in after the room had been painted, I just didn't like what was there. But it turns out that what has been painted once can be painted again. Even though I had made a decision, it didn't need to be permanent. It could be changed. So it goes with a great many things in life. As we are unpacking things and putting them away, those decisions can feel overwhelming. What if I choose the wrong closet drawer for my socks? Will I be pulling my socks out of this drawer and being a little unhappy about it every day for the rest of my life? Well, no. I just need to put my socks away somewhere. And if I decide after a few months or even after a few years that I chose wrong, I can move the socks. Even some big decisions can be revisited. People do go back to school. People do end relationships or sometimes even restart them. I know people who have left a company to do something else and then decided to go back to their original employer. Some things are permanent or should be, but a great many things are not. This is a bittersweet realization as we see children grow up and as we move out of homes where we raised them and as loved ones pass on. But it can also be a comforting realization as we try to move through day-to-day -day life in a world of seemingly infinite choice. Now, it is true that with a great many decisions, the original choice sticks just because it takes effort to change. I was reading a discussion thread recently where a number of people were ruining not having redone their floors when they moved into their new houses. Getting everything off the floor to put in carpet or take out carpet and stain the hardwood floors basically feels like moving again. But it is not really a full move. And in fact, you could give yourself a few weeks of misery and at the end have changed the original choice. If you accepted that the cost was a few weeks of hassle, then the number of things that could be changed rises considerably. 
I also think that we should build in time to revisit decisions that may have been made in haste. A great many things in life don't matter. But if something does bother you, build in time to tackle nagging tasks. If you keep finding yourself annoyed by where your socks are, then spend some time, maybe on a Saturday morning during nagging task time, thinking if there is a better solution. And take advantage of forced shifts to rethink other decisions. We had always had some of our kids take the bus, but with our new location, it makes less sense. And so that changes many aspects of the morning routine that hadn't been thought through before. It can be easy to get overwhelmed with decisions. But when you remind yourself that most things can be changed, this lets you be more rational. Maybe it is not the perfect choice, but it is a choice. And probably you will like it. If not, after a trial period, you can decide on something else. It won't be the end of the world. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.